You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> There is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. Adult film stars, Matt Hamilton. Ayahuasca. What's up, man? It's Chris Old Man, former Wisconsin Badger, man. We out here. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Talk about breaking news. I was not expecting at all. The Cubs to fire David Ross, let alone Craig Council, Wisconsin's favorite son from Whitefish Bay, Mm. played for the Brewers, managed Mm. the Brewers. Everyone thought he was going to the Mets, had a big offer on the table for the Milwaukee Brewers. And out of left field, the Chicago Cubs, the hated Chicago Cubs, come up to Wisconsin, Mm. knock on the door in Whitefish Bay, and say, get in, Craig Council. We're going winning. <laughs> We're going winning. <laughs> He's Chris Orr. I am Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Hamilton uh, will be working his way back slowly as he's trying to recover his voice. So we'll have him for a segment a little bit later in the show. And uh, I think he'll be in some more tomorrow and then full uh, Wednesday through the rest of the week as Matt works his way back. But happy to have Chris Orr with us. And Chris Orr also... Booked uh, Dari Gumbawale, former yeah. Badger, legendary kicker. D.O. Made uh, national news yesterday with his uh, field goal kick to tie the game for the Texans, helping him get that win. That's dope. Down uh, in Houston over uh, Tampa Bay. So we're excited to have Dari on. I actually talked with him and Melvin Gordon this summer at the Vibes Golf Outing at Fire Ridge in Grafton. So good to catch up with, with Dari and looking forward to that. But we're starting a show with Craig Council, Mm. and I want to say this, that I think this says everything about where the Milwaukee Brewers franchise is. Mm -hmm. I think they looked, Craig Council looked at this team and said, I'm tired of playing for an owner that's crying poor all the time. Yeah, Pay me. if, And this is where I want to start, Chris. Let's start with this. Mm -hmm. That if Craig Council took $8 million for managing the Brewers, I bet you, primetime year baseball guys, so tell me if this is crazy, that's probably more per year than half the team. Half the players in the team probably don't make $8 million a year. We were talking about this in the what? office earlier, that uh, not only is his $8 million a year more than most players would make, but his $40 million over the next five seasons is more than the current year's payroll for the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, but set wow. aside the Athletics, that on the Milwaukee Brewers, because they, they game the system. It, look, it's the system, but they try to, like, when you're younger, you don't mm-hmm. get paid a lot. And so those young players, by the time they get paid, it's on the back end of their deal, and that's usually when the Brewers look to move off of them and start mm-hmm. new prospects in there. And that's been a uh, perpetual cycle for them. So I would say pretty confidently that at least 40% of the payroll would be making less than their manager in Craig Council, uh, substantially less. And that right there is a red flag when when your payroll is is mid to below mid in the major leagues, and now you're paying your manager that much. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big slap in the face of the players. I think he got annoyed, just like all the players did when they traded Josh Hader last year, Mm -hmm. uh, when the Brewers didn't. The Brewers could have had, and I said this a million times, I think Cody Bellinger was $20 million, or maybe $18 million. It was a one-year deal. He was damn near an MVP for the Chicago Cubs this year. Mm. That guy makes a difference. The Cubs, or excuse me, the uh, Milwaukee Brewers are further along in the playoffs than Cody Bellinger. And all it would have cost is $18 million. Mm. And Chris, I'll leave you with this. The Milwaukee Brewers are worth $1 billion more than they were when their owner bought them uh, 15, 20 years ago. Oh, he's stingy. Yes, and he's buying soccer teams. He's just not spending mm. it on his team. So he's uh, that's that's funny because every owner is different. So like you have some owners, you have to find somebody like in the middle. There's like an owner. There's owners that are like fans, and we saw how that worked out with uh, like Snyder in Washington. He was like a fan, which you don't want. There's He's owners, also an, maybe an awful human being. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Also, <laughs> also, <laughs> let's not forget that also hurt him. Let's not forget. Horrible human. <laughs> Horrible human should not be in a leadership position. Um, then you have owners like like Jerry Jones, who's like, <laughs> 
really hands-on with the team. He, mm-hmm. The team is his, but he pays his guys. He pays his guys well, which that can work. Then you have your owners that look at it like, <clears throat> sounds like how he's looking at it is more so like, this is my business. This is my business. This needs to make me money. I need to find a way to make as much money as I can off of this. And a way to make money <laughs> is to not pay. <laughs> not pay a whole bunch of money to to your players. So that's tough. That's sure. tough. You, they should have got like a – that's like a hometown. Yeah. This, this says more about the Brewers than him because – he definitely would give the hometown dis- discount. It's not about the money. Well, and he they were going to pay him. Yeah. But he used to say, I think he was tired, he's tired. Yeah, of he's the cheapness out. of the Milwaukee Brewers. And I don't blame him. My it shows brother, you don't want to win. Right. Yeah. My brother, who is a huge Milwaukee Brewers fan, texted me. Well, first of all, I didn't know what was happening. He just texted me randomly and just said, gross. And I'm like, well, what in the hell is that about? <laughs> and then I, I finally replied back and I, with a what? That's insane. And he said, what a disastrous move by the Brewers. Mm. He's like, I now despise Antanasio. Mm. So 844-770-3776. You know what? We had a plan for a poll question, but I want to start with this one. Who do you blame the most for Craig Council leaving the Milwaukee Brewers? Antanasio? Make sure you spell that right, primetime. That's going to be a tough one. <laughs> Try Googling it. And then, uh, or do you blame Council or do you blame the Cubs? Because uh, I put either. him last. I think he's last. I, I agree. would go. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to say his name. <laughs> I would go Brewers owner. <laughs> then I go Cubs, and then him, then him himself. Yeah, I'm going Brewers owner. Mark Antanasio. He's the blame. Yeah, because I don't know what else you would want. If anybody's saying council, I don't know what else you want him to give to an organization. You play there. You manage there. Come on now. 844-770-3776 is how you get into the show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. We are presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue. You know what to do. Have a course. Have a course. <laughs> and uh, we're live from the Everlight Solar uh, Studio. We are asking you, who do you blame the most? Mark Antanasio. Add some context to that one with just, I would say, cheapness behind mm-hmm. Antanasio's name okay. in parentheses for uh, okay. uh, that. Uh, it's, and I, look, we'll put the context on the air. It's not about the contract yeah. to Craig Council. To me, it's about the fact that the Brewers could have spent more money. They spent Mm -hmm. enough to be competitive, but they never took... I'm talking, I swear to God, if they spent an extra $20 million a year, they would have been one step closer to the World Series. Yeah, yeah. You you can only... Yeah, he definitely was frustrated. I mean, because the financial aspect, what it tells your coach, manager, you know, same thing. What it tells them is... Us in in ownership, we want to win. And we want to win now. That's the that's the game of professional sports. You don't get in professional sports to say we're going to win in three years. In three to four years, we're going to be one of the best teams in the league. You get in and say I'm going to win right now. I hired this coach to win right now. I signed this picture to win right now. Like you, you're not, you know, you really look at professional sports as building for the future, and you only have so long before your time is up. Jay from the East Side chimes in. Craig Council is to blame. He's soft and a traitor who's running away from the challenge of bringing a championship home. Soft what? like Charmin. Look, man, he's going to the Cubs. That is true. It'd be like that a bad- is true. That is true. It'd be like a Badger going to Minnesota yeah. or Iowa or something. Yeah. I, yeah, you can't take that job. You just right. can't. Yeah. Who was it, Jared Udoff? Remember basketball? Went Wisconsin to Iowa? Sorry, say that again? Jared Udoff? What? Jared Udoff? Is yeah, that a Christmas character? Who is it? Wait, Udoff? Wasn't that long ago? I don't know. I'm just thinking like... Udoff. U-T-H-H-O-F-F. I think it'd be like if Coach Leonard was helping Iowa. Or Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. Well, but Illinois is like, yeah. It would be. It would have been more like if Leonard left Wisconsin to go head coach yeah, at any yeah, of those yeah. schools. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. If Eight, he, four, yeah, four, if he was the head coach of Illinois, that'd be... Well, I can't really be mad. We didn't know. Uh, 844-770-3776, how you get into the show. Jared Udoff uh, was a Badger. He look, I, look, this is not you, Primetime. He wrapped up his college career, or his NBA career in 2020, so which means he wrapped up his, 20, his college career in 2016. So, okay. I mean, he played for the Badgers. When did he play for the Badgers? In 2016? 14? I'll, I'm trying to find his college stats here. <laughs> but he was not that long ago. I How mean, many shots per game did he put up? Right. I, know, <laughs> I, I might God. determine whether or not Jared, I know who he is. Jared Udoff committed to the University of Wisconsin. He was from Jefferson High School in Cedar Rapids. He uh, sat out the 2011 season as a redshirt. He decided to transfer in the offseason 
but he received national press because Bo Ryan barred him from transferring from 26 different, 26 different schools. I was on ESPN oh, wow. national radio talking about this, and the point was from Bo Ryan, mm. and I guess you can either take him at his word or not, is that Udoff apparently, I think had, I don't know if it was his girlfriend or someone, basically scout the office to when Bo wasn't there, and then he slid a note under Bo's door saying, I'm and Bo's whole point was, come and tell me you're going to transfer, uh-huh. and you can transfer. Mm. And then he went to Iowa. Mm. It's because he didn't want to tell him he was transferring to Iowa. Yes, or yeah. transferring at all. Yeah, or tra- yeah. But yes, so that, but that was not that long ago. Yeah, it's not that long ago. Come yeah. on, Prime. Primetime, how old are you? I'm 24. He's 30. There's a six-year <laughs> difference. I mean, that's not that long ago. I don't know. He might as well be like Stone Age. And then he honestly. played in <laughs> Iowa against the Badgers. It was a story every time they played. Udolph? Say it again. Udolph. Udolph? Udolph. U-T-H-O-F-F. Utoph. Utoph? Udolph is how I say it. I don't know. Udolph the team is what I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. it is tough to go to your right. And Jay from the east side continuing with the stink. Jared was a bum. It was good. I'm glad he went to Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it's, it's kind of like what? Uh, ben Brust, Iowa to Wisconsin was hated. I mean, he committed and then came over. Melvin Gordon, same thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, not the first time. I, the first time in a while, it actually went the other way. But 844-770-3776. Who do you blame the most? Lots of blame to go around. Uh, great counsel for taking the money. And I think just the opportunity to have a payroll that will be more substantial. Uh, with I, the Cubs, I, I don't see how you can blame him. I don't. I really don't see how you can blame him, because the thing is, we're all blaming him because you never seen that contract with all them zeros behind a number <sighs> sitting in your face. Eight million. <laughs> You've never seen that. So let's not act like you'd say, "Oh no, let's." I'm going to stick with the Brewers. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Let's get out to Eric from Green Bay. Eric, what's on your mind? Yeah, well, just uh, yeah, a lot of thoughts on this. Um, I'd say first and foremost, kind of piggybacking on something like the you know Jim Leonard situation with us. You know, we were the ones that turned him down. So really, like anywhere he signs at this point, really couldn't be too much of a surprise. Um, but um, I think it was more of a surprise on him that we passed him up. Um, it it sucks being team in the Cubs there, and like I think back to one month ago when like. All of a sudden, out of the blue, we got Damian Lillard, and it was just like, this is the exact opposite of that feeling and of that just surprise and joy. Yeah. <laughs> um, as far as we blame most, it's, it's got to be on. I mean, it sounds like he was giving Mark every opportunity to uh, the price match, and it, I think everybody was thinking, right, like the Mets are possibly Cleveland as that dark horse, but I mean – for every reason it makes sense for a guy like Jim Leonard, and that's why I bring it up, doing that part-time gig with Illinois right now. Um, with Council, he's got the benefits of having family, you know, in southern Wisconsin, and he got the, he's not far from Chicago. It's still everything Midwest for him, and then on top of it, he's getting paid what he's probably been long overdue. And then, I mean, lastly, and I don't talk too long here, but it seems like in, in baseball, it's it, doesn't take a lot of skill to make five, six, seven million dollars, and when you have a manager that's that good, and you know, like a guy like Mark Hanna is going to make ten million this year playing for Detroit at age thirty-five, it—I just don't get why you don't pay a manager who, who wants to be your age. So, I blame Mark, and then um, you know, I, I understand it just sucks that Council took that opportunity. Let me ask you real quick, though, how much do you think, because I think this is the biggest part of it than anything else, that I think maybe Council got tired of the, the team trading off pieces instead of adding and, and not spending an extra 10 to $15 million on a player. I, I think that was part of it, too, that he was frustrated with ownership not spending $20 million more million, and they might have gotten a little bit further. Yeah, I mean, it sucks, right? Like, um, ab- absolutely. It's the whole Gary Anderson getting frustrated with you know Wisconsin for their academic standards, and he can't get the recruits he wants. I'm sure Council's looking around and he's consistently doing more with less. And then you have teams like Chicago, you can afford to make a few mistakes or you can afford to pay and get that superstar. And um, with the outside of maybe Yelich and Braun, and then they, because you have a guy making that much money, the downside is now you can't afford to pay it. You know, your Corbin Burns, and we'll see if we keep Wardruff. And it, it, you're, it seems like more often than not, we're losing rather than adding. And he's being asked to do a. Um, a lot with a little, and he did an admirable job of it. Like, 
I can't be mad at him. It's just, man, it sucks. Yeah, Eric, I think that's a good way to look at it. Thanks for the call, 844-770-3776. Great counsel with the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, had a hell of a run as their manager. This is one of the more shocking things I've seen in sports. Like, I Honestly, if you woke me up every day and said, like, hey, come up with something crazy that's going to happen in Wisconsin sports, be I don't, far down. I don't yeah. think I'd ever guess Craig Council coaching the Chicago Cubs. It's just insane. And uh, he is a career uh, 707 to 625 winning percentage, 531. But as a manager of the Milwaukee Brewers, so as a manager of the Milwaukee Brewers, he won 700 games, mm. uh, winning percentage of 531, which is actually pretty damn good for baseball, especially when you're talking about a team in the Brewers who do not live at the top of the payroll a- atmosphere there. So um, it's, a, it's a tough one to see him go – and especially because he's a Wisconsin guy and Whitefish Bay guy and played for the Brewers and played for the Brewers twice in 2004 and from 2007 through 2011. Mm. That was, the, I think, the end of his career, too. He basically wrapped his career with the Brewers as a player. I saw him down in Florida way back in the day when I lived down there. So a winner. I believe he won a World Series with the Marlins and maybe the Diamondbacks as well because uh, he played for the Rockies, Marlins, Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Brewers, Diamondbacks, and Brewers again. And now, Craig Council, manager of the Chicago Cubs. I did not make a mistake there. I will continue to take your calls on that. Who do you blame the most? Owner Mark Antanasio for being too cheap across the board. Craig Council for being a trader. Or the Cubs for poaching your guy. I want to tell you, though, I am the fittest, healthiest, and lightest I've been in years thanks to the team at Carbon World Health. And it's all thanks to Dr. Nestor Rodriguez and their training staff there. Uh, I'd seen my fitness and strength increase steadily. Now I'm seeing weight loss like I never expected, thanks to semi-glutide. I'm dropping fat, not muscle, with this game-changing FDA-approved weight loss treatment. Go to CarbonWorldHealth.com to learn more. The biggest thing is, don't get this mailed to you. Don't sign up online. Don't try to do some online doctor thing. Go see Dr. Ness Rodriguez. Make sure it is right for you, because he has other options there. Make sure it is right for you if you want to do semi-glutide, and then make sure you're pairing it with a great workout regimen. Nobody else can do that for you. Go to Carbon World Health. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Leaving the Milwaukee Brewers to go to the Chicago Cubs. No, it is not April 1st. It is a real story, and it is mind-blowing here on Rutledge and Hamilton. We are presented by Coors Light. We are asking you our Iron Jock poll question. Who do you blame the most for Craig Council leaving the Brewers to manage the Cubs? 66% of you say Mark Antanasio. Too cheap. And I think you can count on the contract. We don't know. But more importantly, I think, is year over year not willing to spend like other teams were willing to. And the Cubs uh, have been on an upward trend. They had kind of a, a little bit of austerity there in Chicago where they thinned it out and, and kind of cut back with some of the COVID losses, but they're back to spending money. And I think council's arriving at the right time. So think about how much worse this is going to sting because mm. the Cubs are priming now to go sign Otani or one of the other big-time free agents, or bringing back Ballinger, or both. Otani said he's going to Texas. And now you have uh, Council in the mix as well. Craig Council is you know, going to work with the Milwaukee Brewers, but there he is with the Cubs. Yeah. But then 28% of you, or 30% of you basically blame Council, and then 5% of you blame the Cubs with, <laughs> as thieves. I mean, you can't, I mean, I, I don't think it was necessarily the contract that they offered, because he would have taken a hometown discount. I think even if they were like, okay, we can – because they offered – you said they offered five, right? They offered five million a year? Yeah, they they would have made him the highest paid manager in right. the MOB. It would have been the highest paid, but this gave him an extra two and a half million a year. They were going to mm. offer about five and a half million per year. Right. I wonder if – I don't know if he did, but I'm sure he did. I wonder if he came to them with saying that, hey, Chicago offered me this. Can you match it? Or can you even get close? And I wonder if they were like, uh, yeah, we're not moving. <laughs> Have fun in Chicago. I almost think at this point, it got when it got that far, and Chris, you can, I mean, it's different in free agency, but even in recruiting, 
I mean, at some point, it just was, I'm just going to be the Badgers. Yeah. And, and I, I sure. think at this for point sure. with Council, it's just like, it's a little different, but it was almost like, it's too far gone, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. not coming back. And yeah. so he just moved on. For and sure. I, I think I think it's been years of the Brewers low-balling or asking for friendly discounts or taking advantage of team-friendly discounts. Yeah, yeah. And I think he was just, maybe just sick of it. And I think Craig mm. Council will find out more. Now, he's going to be a class guy. He's not going to bury the Brewers or yeah. anything like that. But I think the more behind-the-scenes reporting you're going to get, I Unless think it's going to speak a lot of – I mean, you get tired, too, of always being asked to, to be the one that takes the discount. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you Yeah, you can't – I'm going to tell everybody this. It doesn't work that way. It's, you're not going to take a discount – just because I'm from here or I played here or whatever and there's love there, you're not going to take a discount for that. Not in not in the pros. Not in the pros. Not over and over again, especially. Yeah. And especially not over and over again. It'll, like, yeah. Like, TJ's not coming to Green Bay on a discount. Well, and even more so, I remember someone telling me, uh, Smoke Oklahoma City Thunder fans, they were, and basically the Thunder are like, Russ, you just got to go because we can't pay you what mm-hmm. you want and we feel bad to keep on taking these discounts. Yeah. Like, go get paid. Exactly. And... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You obviously, have situations like that too. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, man, we we can't pay you, but obviously Milwaukee hasn't been that. They haven't paid anybody, right? Because usually in that situation, it's like, yeah, we paid these guys, so that's why we can't pay you. Well, and the frustrating thing for me is that if you're a sports fan, I mean, you don't want your team, you know, operating at like a long term loss. Mm-hmm. But sports fandom, to me. Uh, you want to be rooting for an owner who understands that this is more of like your big yacht, yeah, or your toy, yeah. This is your prestige. Mm-hmm. This is not your cash flow. Yeah. If you are managing this team as your year-to-year cash flow uh, driver, that is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the valuation, mm-hmm. and I talked about it before. From what Antanasio bought this team for to what they're worth now, they are worth one billion dollars more than what he bought them for. It's it's crazy because you would think that all the owners like that success. And you would think that they they understand more than anybody that in sports, especially you got to spend money to make money. You have to spend some money to make money. It's now gotten to even college football or college athletics with the NIL. Like you got to spend money to make money. The more money you spend on better players, better assets, whatever, will bring more money in when you win a World Series like my Rangers. Keep on bringing up your Rangers there. This is Relish and Hamilton. He's Chris Sauer. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. The Adam and Madison says, I put most of the blame on Mark, but a lot goes on the team. I'm sure Craig would have stayed if we could ever get past the first round. Bleep him for going to the scrubs, though. JJ in Poinette chimes in, you can't blame a dog for doing his business on a fire hydrant. Of course, any team that could get counsel would have done it. It's mostly on Athanasio. Mm. And... The the Cubs thing is it's it adds a lot of fuel to that rivalry yeah, because sure. as much as there's a big brother little brother to the Packers and the Bears, I mean the Cubs and I'm not talking about wins and losses. I'm just saying the Cubs have a World Series. They got one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they are the team that spends money. Milwaukee's yeah. the team that hey we're the we got Craig Council we can do anything. Yeah yeah. And they literally like just basically took your ball and went home. <laughs> like, big, big brother big brother in this scenario. The Cubs just basically said, oh, you like that? Is that real nice? It, they they that. snatched your chain. Yeah, they just yeah, deboed yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Chicago Cubs just deboed the Milwaukee Brewers. What you know about chain snatching? It just <laughs> took that. That's a nice chain you have. That's a nice manager you have. And he just took it. <laughs> they did. <laughs> what? That's tough. That is, yeah, they did. And then they, they went uh, crying to their mama like they in the, like in Friday. So, so if you're listening right now, you cannot call in complaining about this, or you're just feed, you're just feeding into it. You're just feeding into it. They came and snatched your chain too. If you're crying right now, yeah. Basically, the Cubs came in and snatched your you snatched your manager. So that's a mm. nice manager you got right there. He seems to win a lot of games. Thanks. I'm gonna take him because I'm the big brother. Yeah, and that that's it. Everything's shinier here. Oh man, it's like somebody getting poached out of the transfer portal. If you really think about it, eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. This this has to burn. It does add to the rivalry it hurts. because like yeah. it's the Cubs, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean I guess it would have been like the only thing that would have been bigger would have been like Rogers to the Bears. Oh, they would have hated. <laughs> yes, 
Yeah, I mean, like, I can't. Bigger than even anyone going from Wisconsin to Minnesota. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have had to have been like Russell going from Wisconsin yeah. to Minnesota. It would have had to have been like yeah. or JJ Watt, like one of the yeah, biggest yeah, ones. Yeah. But realistically, I mean, to have this is like Rodgers to the Bears. Yeah. That would that's have. Tough. That's that's and not not now. Even if Rodgers ended up on the Bears somehow next year, it wouldn't be the same. No, Just like the same. I think Favre to the Vikings. That was brought up a few times. Was like one of the more shocking ones. I'm like. Kind of already knew he wanted to stick it to the Packers, mm. and so he got sent to the Jets. Yeah, and then he made his way. Mm-hmm. If I'm talking, this if he is, went directly. You got to go Vikings. direct. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, Rodgers yeah. had gone directly to the yeah. Bears, yeah. it's honestly one of the few things I can mm-hmm. think of that would burn Wisconsin mm-hmm. sports fans more than Craig Council and the, and the Chicago Cubs snatching their chain. Mm. Uh, let's get out to Glenn from Big Ben eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. What's on your mind? Hey guys, how you doing? What up, Glenn? Working through it. How you doing? Um, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm a Cubs fan. I well, love it. Oh. I, I am too. I'm a Cubs fan too. But we're working through it with our listeners. So what's uh, so how's that? How's that chain feeling? Your how's that chain feeling your hands? You just snatched that manager from the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. There, there you go. It feels great. It feels great. <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to figure out why the anger at councils. Why aren't you mad at Antonazio? Pony mm-hmm. up the money. Yep. Please, two and a half million dollars per year. That's like that's what he's probably tip money for him. Mm-hmm. So well, you should be mad at him. The best, one of the best managers in baseball, and you let him walk. Mm-hmm. If you if he got near that eight million, he he would be back. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's a whole other so part of it. Their I, I don't payroll. Why you're mad at council? You would turn down that money? Nope. No way. Mm-mm. Yeah, and then you also have their payroll year over year not matching. What you know, they're middle of the road at best. And I think council got tired of that as well. Uh, you know, right, they, right. Yeah. and then it, and he and he's he wants to set the market for it and stuff. And uh, they probably had to cheat. He, he probably would if it, if they got close, he would have stayed in Milwaukee. That, sure. I believe that. I agree. So be bad at the owner. I, sure. I, I'm 100% with you. Thanks for the call. Right now, the Milwaukee Brewers are 26th in payroll going into the 2024 season, the mm. Chicago Cubs are seventh. Mm. It's not just paying the manager. Yeah. Yeah. It he is. got paid players too. He got paid to drive a yeah. nicer car. Yeah. 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 It's Oh, this might sting even worse. Is it a step up? Right yes. now. Right yes. now for sure. The team spent the team spent all time. Just period. Wait. He's a step into a better it's a, organization. It's a, it's a well it's a larger franchise in the MLB landscape for sure. It's in a bigger city. It's one of the five biggest uh, brands. I'm missing sport. a word, brother. What's that? Better. I better? Ask better. He can't you're, say You're never going to get me to say better. You're never going to get me to say better. But prime time, you know it is unquestionably a better job. We could ask it's that a question. Better job. It's, it's unfair to ask here. Yeah. But they've won a World Series recently. Mm. Historically, they yep. spend money. Even when they were in austerity purposes, they were still almost above the Brewers in payroll. So yep. they spend it. Uh, their general manager was the assistant general manager when they won the World Series. So it's not... You know, just some fly by the night guy. Uh-huh. They spend money on managers because the last time they did this, they fired their manager of one year, who I think got him a 500 record and brought in Joe Madden. And mm-hmm. Joe Madden won a World Series with them. Uh, it is a historic franchise. Winning the World Series with the Cubs matters just about as any as much as anything does in sports. Yeah. Uh, even though they got one, another one. That's one of those franchises mm-hmm. you went just like winning a Super Bowl with the Packers matters more. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I would say that with the Bears, but nobody remembers that. But uh, 1985. <laughs> but like the Packers, the Bears, the Cubs, yeah. the Brewers are not one of those franchises. You, you're no. you're immediately a legend if you if you win if you win one with the Cubs. It carries yeah. more weight. It's just yeah. like we talked about. If Rodgers went to the Jets, even though he had won one with the Packers, winning one with the Jets would matter more nationally than any Super Bowl he won. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously the one he won in Green Bay. Yeah. Still, still disagree with that one. But I, got, I all I have is one thing to say about it at this point. You disagree. Honestly, uh, pushing back with Rodgers winning with the Jets, I think Rodgers winning with the Packers is as big as it gets. I think that taking them back after taking over for Favre and becoming mm-hmm. the, the legacy in that line of quarterbacks was as big as anything you could have done. That is big. I think it would blow up more with the Jets. It would have blown up more as in like popularity. I, yeah, I think I don't know. Meaning wise, look, it's tough being a Wisconsin sports fan. Right <laughs> now, guys. All right, and honestly. When it comes to Milwaukee sports, all I gotta say is one thing: we're gonna win the six. Go Bucks! <laughs> the Adam and Madison chimes in. Rogers to the Bears would make sense, seeing how he's their owner. Uh, Daniel Sloth <laughs> chimes in. I'm happy for him. Glad he's gone. The management ownership of the Brewers is no different than Green Bay to a certain point. Mm. This won't help the team win a chip. 
I hope uh, he wins a World Series and throws it in the Brewers' faces. So he's mad at the Brewers. Mm. JJ and Poinette chimes in. Yeah, it's tough. I ultimately blame the way MLB revenue works. You can't be surprised by any of it. JJ, I get that, but again, you can look it up. The franchise is worth $1 billion yeah. more than what Mark Antanasio paid for it. There's no cap on the amount of money he can spend. Mm-hmm. He was buying soccer franchises other places. Mm-hmm. If he wanted to spend more money with this team, he could have. Yeah. If he wanted to do more upgrades to, the, to uh, AmFam Field, he could do it. But instead, he's asking all of us for money. I get mm-hmm. it, but he can spend the money, but he is keeping that money in his own pockets. He is not spending the way he could. If your franchise, if something you own is worth a billion dollars more than what you paid for it, and you still own it, you can get money out of it. You should yeah. not. That should not be your source of income. That is a capital. Like that is capital funds you're building up mm-hmm. year over year. Uh, Chris from Manitowash Waters chimes in. This is all on the Brewers. It's like when you're dating that girl that is extremely beautiful and you didn't treat her right, and then she leaves you for a guy you cannot stand. <laughs> uh, Robin Madison wants Gabe Kapler to come to the Brewers, and uh, also said. Uh, Council's a traitor. Chris Orr would never work with the Suckeyes. Amen, brother. And he also mentioned, I can't finish it, but he did say he was offered uh, to sell his company to his competitor, and he said, for more money, and he said no. Mm. Mm. Uh, He actually was more colorful than that, but that's all I can point (laughs) out in here. Uh, Coming up on Friday, November 24th, is Cash Friday. Turn your Black Friday into Cash Friday this year. 21 winners spin a wheel to win between five dollars and $5,000 cash. So go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison on Cash Friday. That's mm. Friday, November 24th. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. chimes and I blame MLB for not sharing revenue. Small market teams get screwed. I'm sorry, Mayhem. Brewers screwed themselves on this one. Spend that money, man. Spend that money. Uh, yeah, I get it, but if they would have not been so cheap forever, they would have been able to keep them. Small market teams are able to win World Series, and I you just want the money. You got to spend the money. So I've looked this up before, and he's Chris Orr. I'm Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. And uh, we're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. You can get into the show, 844-770-3776. We are asking you the question. Since the Milwaukee Brewers had their manager stolen Debo chain style <laughs> from the Chicago Cubs, said, this is a nice manager you got there. It's mine now. <laughs> and you like that one, don't you? Are you laughing at my bad like, impression, or are you, fa- you laughing no, that I know that movie? I'm I'm, I I wasn't expecting you to bring it up. I what? wasn't expecting you to use that reference. I wasn't expecting. <laughs> Why not? What about me? Since I'm not going to reference the movie Friday and Debo. That movie's amazing. I mean, he did. He did. How you get fired on your day off? <laughs> Mark Antanasio, right now, sixty-three percent of you uh, are blaming Mark Antanasio. Thirty-one percent of you say. Council is a traitor, and then the Cubs a little bit there. Uh, Robin Madison asks, is Jim still a Cubs fan? I am, but I'm not very passionate about baseball. Like, honestly, yeah. it's more like my – all only Brewer fans like my brother and, like, TJ Hogan, mm. who I used to host with on the show, and, like, who are obnoxious about this Cubs-Brewers mm. rivalry, they're the only ones whose tears I'm enjoying. Because <laughs> otherwise, I'm like, eh, I just don't have, like, I hope the Cubs do well, but I can't sit right. here and – I am not. I won't even say bandwagon. It's just hard for me to get passionate about baseball. It's such yeah. a long sport. It's long. It, it was so long. Uh, so it, 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 it is hard. Tim chimes in on Twitter. Did CC Sabathia even give the Brewers a chance to match? They weren't going to match, uh, Tim. They weren't going to do that. And Tom Van Hammond says all three. Um, I get it, but we asked the most. So it's like my kids do this thing like, hey, who's your best friend? They list off like three friends. I'm like, nah. No, who's your best friend? Best friend. And I, it's, a, it's a small thing. But it's, just, it's like, you yeah. got to know. You can't. Have, I didn't say best friends. Yeah. I said, who is your best yeah, friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six and um, geez, Rob Madison said I was uh, going to start paying Oregon homeowners to start having their uh, dogs crap my yard. <laughs> Jeez, hey aggressive, aggressive over there. 
uh, Rob. Lighten up, man. So I'm trying to look at the Milwaukee Brewers purchase price. Maybe were you doing that prime time when I was do hosting the radio show or? Uh, no, I'm trying to get uh, social clips ready for us. Oh. Trying to get the reaction out on the on the platforms, Jim. All righty. So he bought the Brewers for $223 million, Mark Antanasio did. So let's look it up right now. Brewers uh, value. Brewers franchise value. We're going to look it up right now in the, the old Google machine here. <laughs> and they are worth $1.6 billion. Spend that money, man. Spend that money. I am not a financial advisor. Spend that money. But I am telling you, if you bought something that for, how much did I say? 600 mil. Got to be. $223 million. You bought oh, it for $223 million. That is less than maybe a player is going to get in a contract right now. That's less than Patrick Williams is asking for in the NBA, and he can't even get 10 points a game. Mm. And it's worth $1.6 billion. Blame Mark Antanasio. That is yeah. so much money he's been able to accumulate. Don't give me this cash flow bullcrap. He has mm. the money. And if you own a team, I do think that you have a commitment to the people in your community to spend some damn money on your team. You can't sit here and cry poor yeah. when you're fran- – I'm not saying every year. Mm. I get that. Mm. I get not doing it every year. But when you have a chance, go in – you had you could have had Cody Bellinger for I think twenty million dollars this year. He was damn near an MVP. He would have made the difference. Prime time. I feel like you watch more baseball than I do. One of the more Brewers. Did Cody Bellinger put the Brewers a little bit further into the playoffs. Does he give them a higher seed? He would have put them in the playoffs at the very least. I mean, he would have not just in the wild card round. Because honestly, I do even consider that the real playoffs. To be fair. honest, and I mean they lost That's to the fair. Diamondbacks. I mean the Diamondbacks went far, but yes. If they had one more bat in the lineup, that could have been the difference. with 97 RBI. He didn't even play the whole year. He missed a few games. 153 hits, and I, I'm not sure the home run numbers, but I know they were something that they... 26 home runs. His war was four. They would have had four more wins. Mm. Probably could have done a lot more than guys like Canna and Santana were, or all these other guys they tried to get at the deadline. Who was, who was a Matt Hamilton's favorite player again? Um, not Josh Hamilton, but um, from the Twins and the Yankees. The Yankees let him go, and then the Brewers signed him. What? Do you not remember? <laughs> do you not remember the Brewers, the Brewers signed this guy off the street? He was playing for the Yankees before. And Josh Matt Donaldson. Ha- Josh Donaldson. Yes, Matt Hamilton's favorite player. <laughs> Don't you remember this? Yes, now I remember. Yes. <laughs> we have Dari Gubawale coming up next. Dio. This, this is uh, Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Give me something. Am I wrong to think that McIntosh hires Pickle with the thought process of we can be more than just Big Ten champions? He knows what it takes to win. You can't possibly keep letting these teams get an early jump on you and expect to come out and win every time. The whole objective today was to come out, create our own energy, start fast. Probably the number one thing we didn't do was come out, create energy, and start fast. It's time to talk Wisconsin football on Rutledge and Hamilton. Presented by Simden Chevrolet of Mount Horeb and North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. Agunba Wale, seven-year NFL veteran, normally a running back. The field goal attempt is good! Houston leads! What a moment that sees the NFL, Chris Orr. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. He's Chris Orr filling in for a sick uh, Matt Hamilton, and speaking of sick, how about a kick from Dare Gumbawale, and welcome. Thanks for uh, hopping on. We talked earlier this summer, Dare, and I did not think that I'd have you back on the show to talk about a a field goal that you made during a (laughs) huge game to tie it late against Tampa. Man, running back, kicker, what can't you do? Nah, golf. (laughs) But but nah, man, it's been a a wild, wild game. 24 hours, but I can't believe uh, that went down like that. It was a fun game, but then to uh, put my stamp on it like that was pretty crazy. And, well, so earlier this year with the Vibes golf out, and we'll let you talk about everything you do with Vibes, such a cool cause, but uh, I did want to bring up that Brad Norman was there, and Brad Mm. Norman now hosts the show (laughs) 2 to 4. I mean, so... Uh, is there like a challenge now? Like, are you better than Brad? Yeah. <laughs> or who's the better specialist for the Badgers now? I don't know, man. Perfect, you know what I'm saying, 100% 
so I, I don't know. Hundred, hundred percent. That man perfect. Hey, hey, he perfect. Hey, and he did that. He's Texas man. Hey, he, yeah, yeah. The Goomba Wale is putting on in Texas, man. You got got your sister out in Dallas, man. You down in H Town holding it down, man. Do dog. I got a question for you, man. So what's up, bro? One of one of my teammates in Carolina, he had to do this actually. Uh, week fifteen, our our kicker went down in pregame warmups. Now he only kicked off. No, no field goals. Can you talk about what was going through your mind? One, I want to know. <laughs> this is just just because in, in, in my experience, it was pregame. So he came in and was like, who can kick? <laughs> and we had literally open tryouts in pregame. And uh, we went with one of our receivers. But you, you know, you you grew up playing soccer. You always, I, I always remember you dribbling the soccer ball in the locker room. And I want to say, you would say that, man, that was so, it was such a natural sport for you. You know, you got the feet. I lived it trying to cover them option routes all day. Uh, impossible, impossible, by the way, Jim, impossible. I promise you, I'm not, I promise you, I promise you, I'm not overselling this at all. It's impossible. But talk about, like, because you play running back and, you know, you – I don't want to say it, but, like, you like a regular football player. Like, you you on special teams. You a core teamer. You you got to be – you got to be a little – you got to go into the game right. You got to go into the game <laughs> with the right mindset. You know what I mean? You didn't go in there ready to, ready to hit something so you, don't, so you don't hurt yourself. Then to go in and be a kicker, you know, have to calm down. You know, you always smooth, so I know you can do it. But just talk about that thought process, brother. Please. Yeah, it was uh, unexpected, unexpected. So um, last training camp, I first uh, last year was my first year in Texas, mm-hmm. or with the Texans, and um, we kind of did the same thing. It was like a fun day in OTAs. They asked who can kick, um, and I said I grew up playing soccer, so um, I kicked the field goal, and they named me emergency kicker, but it was kind of just naming me emergency kicker, never <laughs> right. expecting to use an emergency kicker, you know. Um, and then uh, – so I would randomly kick every kick a field goal every now and then, not really with the snap hole kick procedure, but just you know tee a ball up, kick field goals, mm-hmm. messing around after practice. Um, but then in the game, the team he goes down, and um, <laughs> Frank, our Frank, our special teams coordinator, he just looks at me. He's like, "You might have to be up. You might have to go <laughs> kick off the field goals just because uh, Amy's down." And I'm like, "All right, let's let's do it." Then. So I left uh, left halftime a little early, got out there and warmed up, and. Um, we were kicking, of course, we were kicking off to start the second half. So mm-hmm. I kick it a little short, but we got them down at like the 26-yard line. Yeah. And um, after that, I kind of got into the groove with it and uh, started hitting some touchbacks and obviously getting a chance to kick a field goal too, man. It was, it was pretty cool. Man, you got you to you gotta tell y'all GM, man, add a little – that little extra change up in there, man, or, or in the special, right, in the special right. teams meeting, man. You know how it goes. Special teams meeting, everybody tip tip in in this little hat here. Uh, that's a that's exactly. a that's a hell of a third safety or kickoff cover, man. But uh, I, I know, right? I, I know. Got, I got one more question for it. Well, I really, I I got a lot of questions. Fire boy. Let me let me ask you something else. <laughs> Playing for uh, Danico Ryan's this is something that I actually been wondering. Does he bring kind of like a – so, you know, when we was at Wisconsin, we had all these alums. You know, from my experience, it was like, man, they coach you with a little more passion. There's a little more passion behind it because you want to see this program do well. Do you get that feel from Danico Ryans? Absolutely, absolutely. It yeah. The last thing you say, he just wants to see the organization win. You know, um, obviously being the head coach, I mean, it's his job to have us win and all that, but – Right. He, he does care a lot about the Houston, Texas organization. That's obviously the team that drafted him. So he wants to get back to that by, you know saying, putting up wins. So that, I would say that's definitely something that um, is on his mind when he's coaching us. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. Last thing I got, man, I appreciate the Goomba Wale's, man, <laughs> shining y'all light on the great state of Texas, man. Nothing I, matters more to Chris than I things happening hey, in Texas. Hey, I love it, man. I love it. It's like my two worlds collided, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Chris, do you want to run by? Is, is Dari is a, a proud? Obviously, he played soccer. As he referenced in an article here, I'm seeing ESPN in Wisconsin was a corner. Yeah, uh, corner. Running. I was, but he played a lot of high school ball here, Chris. And oh. I see. I had brought this up to Dari and Melvin when you weren't <laughs> I know, there, but I now I can reaction. bring it up now. Uh, you think the Texas football just way better than anything Wisconsin ever turns I mean, out in the high school level? I mean. I mean, I, it's not. I mean, on a, on a, I'm not really going. Right, as far as on a high school level, I mean, I'm not really going. Like, right, high school, yes. I mean, it's not, but it's not to say there's not like obviously some dogs up here. It's okay. just like, it's just like, bro. 
He's clearly a dog. You can clearly tell who is. I watched Alec James high school highlight tape. You can right, clearly right, tell right, right. he's playing college football. You can just clearly tell. Alec James tell. the D line yeah. winning the four by two. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's the main difference. But <laughs> so, sorry, do you think you could have had a soccer scholarship somewhere? I think Ooh. so. Yeah, I stopped playing um, my sophomore year. It was my last year playing, but I would we would go to showcase. Uh, like showcase tournaments and stuff like mm. that, and I'll definitely get interest and stuff like that. So I think I would have uh, been able to, you know. I mean, shoot, I, I walked on at Wisconsin, so yeah. I definitely yeah. could have make it happen uh, out the mud somewhere to play soccer and, and then figure it out. So double, um, double out I, the mud. So, so Dar- exactly. <laughs> Dari makes things happen. I mean, like, is this something like maybe in the off season you, you find a kicking specialist and see if you can turn this into a career for you? Because I mean, they kick forever, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Man. It was it's, 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 it's a different it's a different uh, monster, bro. Like, yeah, kicking it was uh, it was it was fun. It's definitely a fun story to tell, but that was it was it was a grind. It was a mental grind, man. It was uh, both kickoffs and uh, obviously a field goal. It's different, but. Um. Yeah, it was it was uh something I could see myself doing again for sure. So we, we never know. Maybe it'll help you uh, with golf. Uh, I'm not a great golfer, <laughs> but I mean, so you've seen me at vibes as well. Uh, tell everyone about what what uh, your vibes golf tournament is. That's awesome. But maybe look, golfing and kicking to me, I think those sports very much overlap. I feel like mm. specialists are probably the best golfers on a football team. So it's got to be something I to did. the mindset. I couldn't do it. I tell you that exactly. Much. It is, I was especially our our team. He is our best golfer on our team, so I think there is some type of correlation there. For sure, for sure, man. Are you gonna get uh, Chris out next time you guys come back to Wisconsin to come out to the golf tournament? Oh, I'm trying. Hey, we oh, yeah, a, lot, a lot of divots. You know, you're gonna have a lot yeah, of divots yeah, for yeah, me. I'll just need him there for the trash talking. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll there we go. The there we go. There we go. I can it. Uh, Dari, one more. Uh, look, the Houston team. I mean, CJ Stroud is a hell of a story. Yeah, y'all rolling, he's hitting the, you're rolling. You're hitting the ground running. I mean, his name's now being whispered around MVP. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about uh, someone who's hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. I know he's an Ohio State guy, but obviously, once you're in the NFL, you're all in the yeah. NFL. He's <laughs> doing great. No, he's he's special, man. He uh, the way he's playing right now. It's, it's just you, you haven't seen much like it. Um, he's one of the best in the league right now, mm-hmm. and it's just the talent is. It's one thing, like you see, you, it's the NFL. You see quarterbacks come in with a lot of arm talent and things like that, but it's really the poise, man, and it's yeah. the, the command he has of the team, the huddle, the leadership he's got. I mean, he's got all of those things that that coaches want to have the guy leading the team to have, and he's got it. So it's uh, it's special, man. That last drive he put together, man, that, that was fun. That was fun to be a part of, man. Um, I'm excited to see what he does, man. I'm excited to be a part of it because uh, I, I feel like he's going to take his places for sure. Uh, Dari, last thing I have for you is I know you said in the ESPN article that you didn't have time to be nervous, but like I'm, I, like I, you guys are right. athletes. I'm just a regular dude, and just watching is tied 30, 38 minutes to go. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what I was trying to get to. I'm like, bro, I don't think people understand. Yeah, yeah. This is a high pressure situation. Is NFL football, and then obviously you blow up all over the internet, but. When you're out there and you're lined up doing something you haven't done ever in an NFL game, uh, with obviously you want to come through for your teammates. I mean, maybe having time, maybe in the moment it was too big, but looking back, you're like, "Oh my God, what did I just do? How did I do that?" Because it's mm. it's remarkable from someone who's never played at any level close to you guys. I mean, to kick that with all that on the line mm. is so impressive. I appreciate it, man. That's exactly really what it was. Just looking while I was in it, it was just, you know, some another part of the game that I had to accomplish. But looking back on this kinda it's kinda crazy to to say that I was able to make a field goal in the NFL game. It's, it's pretty cool to say. Yeah, let me let me help y'all. Let me help, <laughs> let me help y'all. Dari being humble. That is phenomenal. I don't think people understand. Like they like watching y'all's game like we needed like y'all needed that field goal. Yeah. Like that was a crucial moment. Like that was a crucial three points you got. I hope you got that ball. By the way, I hope, I hope you got that oh, ball, yeah. brother. Let's okay, go. okay. Oh, yeah, I I'm making sure. Go. I saw you jog <laughs> off. I was like, I know that boy heart was thumping. I was like, somebody please get him that ball. That's that's oh, yeah. that's phenomenal, bro. That's dope. That's uh that's some legendary stuff right there. Man. First person non kicker to do it since Wells Welker in 2004 with mm. the Miami Dolphins. So. That's uh, that's history there, Dare. One, uh, thanks for joining us, and best of luck rest of the season because that was so cool, and we're rooting for you and the Texans the rest of the way. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on, man. Yes, All sir. Right. Stay healthy, brother.
All right, that's Dari Gubawale. Uh, excellent kicker, special teams, just Man. football player. The more you can do. For, yeah, the Houston Texans. They're going to, hey, man, I don't, I don't know this contract situation. I don't know if this is a contract year for him. But if it is, he need to bring that up at the negotiation table. Like, look here, man, I can kick. Like, like just a kicker. You know, like, even just a little bone. I mean, like, literally like a kicker well, at the end of the contract. Like, how about a couple extra yeah. grand? What, what the thing is, that's real. So, like, a lot of linebackers, um, you would spend your offseason learning how to long snap just because it's extra value that you can bring to the table, extra value you can bring to the team. And – you know, more, more likely than not, you're way more athletic than the long snapper we have. So it's like, okay, you can snap, and you're actually going to help us so much more in coverage. You know, not saying, you know, just long, pure long snappers don't, yeah. but you'll help us even even more. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Even him on kickoff cover, like, that's a big – he would negate any kickoff return because he's already a, good, a great special teamer. Then he can kick it off as well. That's like a – it's like a quarterback that can run. It's like yeah. having a quarterback that can run now. It's that's just phenomenal. I don't think <laughs> I'm telling you, my heart would have fell right out of it. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't understand how he was able because I'm just thinking about Nobody would have blamed him if he just tattooed his oh kicker gosh. in the butt. Nobody like, would have blamed yeah. him if he Whipped shanked it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nobody would have blamed like, him. If he kicked it so hard and just hit his center right, right. in the back. Exactly. It would have been like, no, all, right, well. been like all right, we tried. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else we're gonna do. Um but like I'm just thinking about the mindset that, like, I would have to get in to play a football game and the pre-workout, you know, everything to get ready for the game. And you're thinking about everything you have to do. And in the furthest depths of his mind <laughs> is being the emergency kicker. Then to have your kicker go down there, like, and your special coordinator's like, hey, you're up. Like, it's time. <laughs> it's time. You don't have the time to, like, truly practice. You didn't get – a thousand reps in like a real kicker has thousands upon thousands of reps kicking the ball you know how it's supposed to sound you know based off the sound if you made it yeah he doesn't have that <laughs> he does not have that like you grew up playing soccer yes but that is man that's just phenomenal i want to use that as a jumping board and maybe it'll be in stones but i want to get to it before then this is religion hamilton we got to take a break but josh dobbs yeah dope that's crazy. I mean, one of the more crazy things I've seen in the NFL as crazy. well. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.